This episode of Redwood is brought to you by AVR Defense. Firearms and tactics training for civilians, law enforcement, and military, and physical security consulting for large businesses across the nation. Contact them at avrdefense.com and Instagram handle at avrdefense. AVR Defense. Alert. Vigilant. Ready. Hi, and welcome to the Redwood Podcast. Just a quick warning, there might be some swearing. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the Redwood Podcast. I'm Duke, and we are on our third episode with Jonathan Machine Miranda. Uh, we're talking about a man who is the founder of CC Counterculture TV and co-host of American Waste Broadcast, which I'm sure you can get that podcast on any platform there, Jonathan. Uh, mostly on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, and, um, Apple is being a total douchebag with me right now on that <laughs> Which is weird because it took them forever to accept me too. I think it's like a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, Apple's probably just being a douchebag because you're Jonathan Miranda, and then, <laughs> which you can always get at him on Instagram. It's at Jonathan underscore Miranda with an O at the end instead of an A. So Jonathan, we've gone over your childhood. We have gone over your high school career. We've talked about high school crushes, and we're now going into the now in your life, which you have blown up uh, ex- extremely over the past year that I've known you, going from 500 to 26 point something thousand followers on Instagram. What happened that made that happen? Yeah. It- um,. Well, at first, um, uh, what I had to do is I just talked to politics, and and I was, I guess, speaking in a different way. I know people who blew up in the one to two years, like typical liberal, amazing guy, and I met him multiple times, and he went from like a couple thousand to now a million. And uh, Rogan, um, DC Drano, went from a couple thousand to now almost 500,000 now, or almost 600,000 or something like that, and he's doing good. And I guess for me to go from one year from zero or 500 to 26,000 it was that I did something a little different they um, uh, and I'm not knocking them so if they hear this please don't think I'm dissing you it's pretty much they took an easier route of just reposting memes mm-hmm. it became a meme page and it's easier to blow up a meme page you just everyone likes memes and they follow you they know they're going to get a meme on that specific niche you follow typical liberal it's most likely going to be political memes and your alignment of belief right. same thing with rogan and you'll get a couple tweet or you'll get a video here and there but it's still in the narrative of falling with the right uh with me however i um uh, i'd made content that was funny oh, and, and info t- um, and, and uh, pretty much what my dad calls infotainment it's informative yet entertaining mm-hmm. and but my issue was I couldn't do the whole Trump train thing. Now I do support I did support the president. I still do. But what I mean by that is make that my identity. Like mm-hmm. oh yeah, because at first I was the MAGA skater. I was the skateboarder that was pro Trump, the only professional skateboarder that cared about the president. And I didn't I didn't mind it. But then when I got older, like I don't want to be known for that because if Trump leaves office, then I'm out. You know. And I didn't want to think that. I don't want to be branded to a person. I want to be my own person. Mm-hmm. So then I started making content of 
questioning, establishment, informing, looking up things, uh, being your own person, being political. Don't. It's okay to be someone on the right that disagrees with the people on the right. You can have you can have your own thoughts, and I believe a lot of people who are conservative or Republican or uh, anything in between believe that they all had to believe the same thing to be heard or to fit in and i didn't i wanted to eradicate that and i became more myself playing metal uh skateboarding showing my vulgar humor dark humor at times and and that created more of a niche where people realize okay i'm following jonathan not because he's a meme page and makes me just laugh but because i'm getting substance out of it now, and that takes a while to grow now would you say and this is kind of how i idea myself as a libertarian I can agree with stuff on the right, and I can agree with certain things on the left. But at the end of the day, you still get shit talked by both sides. Yeah. And it's usually for agreeing with something from the opposite side. And then you go, I'm a libertarian, bro. I'm in the middle. I'm allowed to. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. You know, would you, where would you put you in that aspect of it? Because I really, uh, I don't think I would put you as a full-blown 100% conservative. Never. I've never uh, I took that label. If I did, I've denounced it multiple times, and it's because there's just certain things I disagree with. I can't just use my traditional values to filter everything. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm a Christian, I don't want everyone to be a Christian. Like, I'm not going to force you to. That's against free will, based on you know Christianity, that you should allow people to have free will to choose to follow God or not. Or And so for me, I'm a constitutionalist. I am old school. I can't say Republican because Republicans now are different than when they were back then. I'm pretty much George Washington, old school, founding father, no parties. We stick to the Constitution and we stick together at one nation under the Constitution. If it affects it, we don't vote for it. We don't support it. Short, clean, simple. It is it is very simple, but there's so many people out there that go, oh, well, the Constitution only uh, helped out white people and blah, 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 blah. And then I always go, you know, there's amendments that make that against the law. Like literally, yeah, it's still the Constitution, but there are amendments that say black people can vote, gay people can vote, women can vote. Gay what is it like equalism right to- like that's it Latin thing that means we are one also all men are created equal and like there were some um, gays in the beginning to help with America like so like you can say all you want and then it, it, to make it a white man thing some Nazis and some people do that it's stupid hypocritical and downright wrong and then someone on the left will say well there's no word woman in the constitution like yeah there's no word man in there either like you know there's I'm not, just as to say all this like all men w- women they still a part of that you know it's not think, trying to be sexist at all I think the only word man in there is mankind or something like that like where it's like that kind of falls under all humanity right and then but then you'll get that feminist go why is man got to be in the middle of humanity you're like shut the really (laughs) like you're gonna dime this out to that that aspect okay wow the constitution allowed you to vote please don't make me regret that yeah no shit like come on man uh, well, uh, so being a constitutionalist, uh, a yeah. lot of people would call you a conservative constitutionalist, and that mm-hmm. would obviously be because you're a constitutionalist. You stand up for our Second Amendment rights. You stand up for freedom right. of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of just being whoever the fuck you want to be. And we got people that want to take that away from you. And then we've got people in China going, give us the right to speak our mind, you know, and give us the right to be our own person. And then Mm -hmm. they go, we need to be more like China. Like, really? So we should have a revolution? Okay, I'm down. Down. Let's do that. (laughs) I will jump in a van tomorrow. (laughs) 
and yeah, but pretty much that's what happened is that, like you said about libertarians, they get crowd talked by both sides. Like, pick a side. It's like, why? You both suck. Like, yeah, I don't want you both it. suck. And for me, um, uh, that's another thing about conservative is when I had people talk, well, I'm conservative. I'm like, well, what are you conserving? You pretty much didn't do anything with women in bathrooms. You didn't conserve that. You didn't conserve when Ronald Reagan, when he's supposed to be the poster boy for conservatism, uh, pretty much uh, banning concealed carry in the California or open carry. You, you weren't conserving anything. Like you haven't conserved anything for a while. You, you couldn't even conserve God in schools. You couldn't conserve treat safety gun training in schools. What are you conserving? Oh, and then progressive. What are you progressive then? You know. I definitely and, think gun training should be allowed in schools because. Uh, yeah, they talk about how like kids have like shot themselves when they found like their dad's gun or something like that. Yeah, and it's like, well, that could have been avoided had the kid had some weapon training, and seriously, you know, known to not point a weapon at himself or others. Uh, you know, treat every weapon like it's loaded, and then all these yep. people that are teaching their kids these gun training aspects are getting backlash. Uh, yo. Hail to those people because their kids aren't going to be the ones that kill themselves or another child when they find a weapon. Mm-hmm. And with constitutionalism, I just made sure to stick to that. I want small government. And when I debate conservatives, like, well, what's the difference? I'm like, now you guys want big government as long as it's for your side. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. You do want big government. You just don't want to admit it. No, we don't. Like, then why are you spending billions of dollars to Israel? Why are you sending so much for a huge wall and for more things? That's a bigger government. Whether you support it or do not, that is for a bigger government. Why are you... So, oh, we want to censor the left. No, it's free speech for, for everybody. Well, we want to give them a taste. Then you're not for limited government. You want bigger government that you just agree with. That's Absolutely. why I don't like... I align with most conservatives today. Well, it's small government less taxes and if the taxes are being taken i want to see where they're going because i mean jonathan you can agree with me on this one california takes the hell out of our paychecks and yet our highways are still garbage and there's trash all over the place and we've got this dumbass train going into the central valley yep you know uh versus hey we need to water our crops to feed the state because california is the leader of almonds and i think we're third in the country for dairy and milk and everything like that like come on man we need to aside from wisconsin and the east coast california is the third runner up and as far as beef is concerned i'm fairly certain uh california covers that really well and just people all over the place are just like no we don't need all that like uh do you realize how much california does for the the country for the country not just the state the country on agriculture which again i I only know this information because i'm in school for agriculture (laughs) so and we just got over the beef and the dairy market stuff in one of my classes anyway so with that political idea ideology of being i would say fiscally conservative but more of a constitutionalist i would just say constitutional it's it's i don't want the extra like starbucks cop macchino ad flavor just constitutionalist <laughs> let's stick with it like because if you're for limited for small government and freedom of religion then you should not be mad if someone makes a baphomet statue whether you disagree and hate it as much as you like um uh, it is their right to do so well, freedom of religion as far as talking about tearing tearing down statues and everything like that, I mean, like, really? Removing history doesn't keep it from happening. Exactly. 
So and leave that, it up. I think a lot of conservatives it. do is they use uh, laws and government as lazy gospel. If we ban abortion, we don't have to talk about God to understand why abortion's bad. There you go. My job's done. That's how I feel they use it. And it's if you really want to stop people from aborting kids, why don't you do share a moral guideline instead of hoping someone else would do it? Or get no. some education out there. Yes. Get some sort of education out there instead of banning it from schools and stuff like that. But all that stuff, it's so up in the air. There's no actual balance in our government as far as where everything's going. With the political difference of being a constitutionalist, how did that affect you? You said it affected losing sponsors yeah uh not being a constitutionalist but being a trump supporter at the time because back in 2015 he was running and i was supporting him and a lot of my sponsors were okay with being politically open but in skateboarding everyone's to the left or majority are and so when i said to support the president bobby that same week three out of my four sponsors dropped me just called okay dude we can't Due to the bad naming about him, he's a not like people think he's a Nazi and he's against Latinos. I'm like, I'm a Latino Trump supporter. Like, I think we could end that narrative if we promote it, but not nah, didn't work out and just just like three out of my four draw me except monster at the time. So uh, they're okay with it if you're a liberal and you're expressive, but not if you're a constitutional or Republican and expressive. Yeah, it is true. And because I've tried to get sponsors after, and some companies like we love you, but with the stuff you post, I we can't work with you. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just said I'm for the Second Amendment, and I made fun of this guy who was wrong. Like, it's not bad, but no, they just couldn't do it. Then their alignment of their business and belief that in California that their marketing dollars would be, um, uh, they were worried about the backlash. Like, we can't have a white supremacist sponsored by us, even though I'm Hispanic as hell. Like, they just couldn't. They just were too scared oh they love to label trump supporters as white supremacists don't they yep yes they do even when they're black or hispanic they're like you're a white supremacist and you're like bro i'm hispanic i'm black no you're not i'm whatever. you're self-hating Hispanic. yeah <laughs> yeah right you're a, you're a self-loather uh, that it just seems completely off the wall to me that a sponsor would drop you specifically for your political views. What do you think would have happened if you would have never posted your political views? Uh, I would have gotten way farther in that, honestly. Like, um, there were so many opportunities, dude. Like, I'm not even lying, and it just didn't work out. But it, hey, it's for the better. Like, and um, I said it before, like, if I lose sponsors again, it's okay. I'm doing something more important. Like, skateboarding affects, what, 2 million skateboarders? Cool. I know 1% of the 1% make it to be a top pros. Cool. Politics affects everybody. And I'd rather be a voice in that than to be a voice of 2 million people. Even though it's a big thing, politics shapes everything. Well, you're right. You're absolutely right. Usually on this podcast, I'm not big on getting into politics. But because politics has shaped your life... Uh, but we have to at this point because uh, <laughs> it really has right you've got counterculture TV you've got American mm-hmm. Waste Broadcast you are Jonathan Machine Miranda yeah right and and I think a lot of people are going to get the hint from your intro and outro music that you're really not somebody to be messed with if that's <laughs> you know like yeah, the amount of fights I've gotten to have been ungodly. So I, I, feel, I, try, I never try to start it, ever. 
Well, and you know what they say, a man who knows how to kill somebody but avoids it at all costs is extremely dangerous, but a man who slightly knows how to fight and will look for it is somebody to not worry about. Mm-hmm. We're on that page. We don't want to yeah. fight. We avoid it at all costs, but we know we could really mess somebody's whole life up, you know, with just the sleight of hand and mm-hmm. ripping apart their ACL or their their uh, Achilles tendon or anything along yeah. those lines. Like, you're done for the rest of your life. Like, this is the difference between me and someone else. Someone wants to fight me, like, I'm going to knock the fuck out of you. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. You're going to not walk. And in my head, I'm going to rip your fucking eyeballs off. Yeah, like I'm, I'm going I'm, for I'm, all of it. I don't. Yeah, I'm going for all. So you will, will never. Yeah, I will ruin your life. I like, will that's my mentality. Feed a man I, his own testicles through his jeans. That sounds so metal. I do his jeans. Like I will rip his them jeans. off <laughs> and his jeans. Put some Hannibal Lecter shit. Shove them into his mouth and be like, "Suck your balls, faggot!" All right, I gotta bleep <laughs> that part out. All right. <laughs> 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 our time here oh, all right there we go once <laughs> find that later oh, man. with <laughs> with that with that being said though you've got this political ideology that skateboard companies yeah. don't exactly agree with and would you say that your political ideology has aided your extreme explosive growth that happened within a year I would say so. I think it was also the fact that I wouldn't bend the knee because uh, I've been I'm probably banned way more from conservative events and organizations than I am by left. And Tifa has me on a hit list in L.A. I still go to L.A. or whatever. But like that's it. Like I am still outspoken of my thing. And yeah, I think we got the attention of most people out of the twenty six thousand that I have. Thank God for the blessing is that I don't change like. I've had people asking me to delete stuff. I'm like, fuck you, no. And I've been that guy. I've worked with Turning Point at USA, and I didn't like it, and I left. And I didn't leave nicely. I said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, too. And the fact I still have that. What is Turning Point USA? Uh, you're asking um, uh, the proper definition or my definition? Uh, what it is, just period. No worries. Turning Point USA is an organization that reaches out to college campuses in order to spread conservatism and help Trump get reelected right now. They're trying to spread the word of conservatism due to the fact that a lot of college campuses or even universities um, have been spreading this communism, socialism, and leftist agenda, and therefore they're trying to combat it. That's the summary of what Turning Point says and tries to do. Okay. Are they like a media conglomerate? Uh, they're trying to. They're more of a social media thing. They do work on college campuses, like college, like clubs and stuff. And they are uh, a nonpartisan uh, organization. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure you're made to say that because <laughs> you told them to go fuck themselves. Happily. 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 And have you worked for anybody else in that time frame where you were just like, I'm. Uh, it was a point a couple times where I was with an organization called Bienvenido. And then, um, and then I got booted. They didn't even call me or nothing. They just slightly got quiet about it and say anything about it. And I just found out the hard way. And I was like, really? Like you want you just tweeted you want to fight commies, but you can't handle a fucking anarchist, like or at least something like that, right? <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, that was the only time. Other than that, it's like other organizations just like, nah, we don't want you to speak because you piss somebody off. I'm like, what did I piss off? And it's like some guy who's an asshole. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck that guy. Okay, I won't speak. And just me being that guy of just, I'm going to stick to my guns no matter what, created more of a hardcore fan base. 
and because most pages they want bigger following i don't as much as i do want a bigger following i'd rather have a tighter following of like they can dm me and i'll talk to them and all these things and i'm deeper in the community than i am i would rather have more because i know people who are huge and mm-hmm. but they know who i am and i know people who aren't in politics at all that just know me because i did a video with one guy and like yeah i love your page do you follow any other one political no just you I'm like that thank you that means a lot to me because i have to stay not bipartisan i don't try to do, i don't believe in that shit what i do believe is just saying facts what they are if someone's a racist they're a racist if they're not i'm going to defend that they're not no matter what i just stick to facts and that's it well i feel like a lot of people are going after uh people specifically because of their skin color these days and lately it seems like that's what politics is is what's your skin color this is the way you should be then and then you have you know you got black people going oh well you black conservatives you're against blacks because of no they're not they're more about knowing their personal freedoms and not becoming slaves at the democratic party and then Mm -hmm. you've got you know hispanic people going oh you're a racist because you voted for trump and they're like no uh i came to this country legally so should everybody else that's where i'm at with that and i know hispanic people like that where their families came illegally and they're heavy trump supporters and then you've got white people that go democrat and they go all white people are racist like bitch you're white and you're in the racist party what the fuck you know, Democrats were the racist. Democrats started the KKK. And here you are calling white people racist and you're on the Democrat side. Where, where are you at? Where are you at? You're mm-hmm. all over the place. Seriously. Uh, and, and me personally, you know, of course, racism is bad, obviously. And I would say racism has come to a very thin line of who is and who isn't these days because it's a small number of people that are actually legitimately racist considering what is considered racist these days. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I looking at me, you would say, yeah, that's a racist motherfucker. That's a bald bearded white guy. He's racist as shit. Oh, look at that American flag hat. He always wears that racist piece of shit. And then I'm over here that like a racist redneck motherfucker taking I, nudes. American flag. How what? Stop. What? That never happened. A, all right. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I love the American flag. The American flag protects me. I would use it as a blanket if I could. But, like, oh, I don't know. I I caught a lot of flack being an Uber driver out in San Francisco. Oh, where, no. Yeah. Be a white, bald, bearded man wearing an American flag hat in San Francisco. You'll know true hate. Yeah. You'll know true hate. They hated me out there. Always rated me really well on Uber, though. I'll give them that. Because I was Respect. dope. Well, I told them, no religion, no politics. Let's keep it light. That's my car. Yep. And uh, anyway, I got to Oh, I'm going to tell you this story. Anyway, I had this woman in my car. I picked her up at like two, one o'clock, uh-huh. two o'clock in the afternoon. And she was shmammered, bro. She was shitty. And she gets in my car and I was like, am I taking you home? And she goes, yeah, it's, I got way too drunk at that work lunch. And I'm thinking to myself like, bitch, what? <laughs> 
You got drunk as fuck at a work lunch to the point where you got to go home. You couldn't even go to work after a work lunch? Wow. Like, I can understand having a drink at a work lunch because you're like, okay, cool, we're at a work lunch. But to get fucked up, you got a problem. (laughs) Yes. Okay, was this woman white? Yes, absolutely. No, she still had her job. I can guarantee that. And she was a Hillary supporter. And she was giving me the knife eyes in the rear view mirror. I could see her in my rear view mirror. Is your hat? I don't know. Maybe just because of my overall appearance. And I'm looking at her and I go, ma'am, is there anything I can help you with? Because you keep staring at me in my rear view mirror. And she goes, you're a Trump supporter, aren't you? And I was like, oh, God, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) There's no bringing a drunk back from that, right? Like, it's just there. It's going to happen. And I said, ma'am, who I support is none of your business. And she goes, so it is Trump. I said, I can support Hillary for all you know. It's none of your business. And she goes, so you're you're a Republican. And I was like, nope, I'm not. And she goes, well, you're not a Democrat. And I said, you are correct. I said, but I'm also not a Republican. And she goes, you're such a piece of shit, you racist motherfucker, and this and that. I'm like, you don't even know me, bitch. And I pulled over. And I said to her, I said, ma'am, you are the very last person to be judging anybody right now. I picked you up from a work lunch and you are fucked up and I've got to take you home because of that. And you're going to judge me on some political shit. I said, at least I'm not a drunk piece of shit like your ass midday and I got to go back to work. And she goes, what the fuck ever? I said, get the fuck out of my car. That was it. What was the rating? Oh, definitely a one. Definitely a one star because they can't rate zero because she even tried to say, I'm going to rate you zero stars. And I was like, you can't. The lowest you can go is a one star. And she goes, well, I'm rating you one star. Then I said, I'm going to rate you five stars because this was hilarious. And yeah, Uber called me about that. They were like, did this happen? And I was like, absolutely, it happened. And they're like, why? I was like, she judged me on my political views, and she did not know my political views at the time. And they were like, what are your political views? I was like, libertarian. And they were like, well, what'd she call you? I said, Republican. And they were like, okay. So they removed her rating off of my system because it dropped me like 0.22 points or something like that. So they removed her rating, and it kept my rating at still 4.8. Uh, I'm gonna tell my girlfriend the story immediately because she's like looking at me like what are you laughing at <laughs> yeah catch it be, being a uh, libertarian in San Francisco that's that's what I call that story catch yep. that shit all the time actually being an Uber <laughs> driver I tell you what so sorry about that story that tangent but that's just Democrats for you yeah, what uh, that ACL tear do you do to you it just tore my ACL, my meniscus. I couldn't. Uh, the doctor said I wouldn't be able to skate ever, ever again. He said if I if I did, it'd be a two year recovery, and I came back in nine months because I worked my ass off. Well, that's good. Are you still skating now? Yeah, I just came back from the skate park before uh, I talked to you. If you said two, I'm like, nah, that's probably what I'd be leaving the park. So I'll say yeah. three to make sure I'm there on time. Safe, safe. Yep. I'll take that. I'll take that. And we've already gone over your blow up. Your blow up was obviously had to do with politics, and um, I yeah. believe I saw you on with Gavin McInnes. Yeah, that was definitely a huge thing. Gavin is the coolest dude ever. I know he's banned from everything except YouTube. But other than that, that dude definitely gave me a chance. And he was like talking to an uncle. He just talked punk. We talked about skateboarding and that's it. Nothing else. Cool guy. Cool cat. 
And I, uh, I love that dude to death. I gotta say, I love him too. I don't really can see him as a conservative, if you will. I see him yeah. as a libertarian. Uh, I don't know what his political views are, but he seems like a pretty cool guy. Do you think that helped with your blow up, or definitely? Because right after that, I did an interview with Milo and his on his um, magazine before uh, recently he just sold it. But that that all helped out. And then, uh, what is Milo like in real life? I've never met him. I can't tell you. All I know is that he loves me apparently because he actually. See, you you can see it. Your followers can't, but they give me this. It's a, <laughs> I was a skateboard. Oh, that's dope. And that's Milo right there? Damn. He yeah, went and got yeah. printed out for you. Yeah, he gave it to me. I think he had it, um, had it and he gave it to his homie Paul, which is his agent and producer. And uh, that's who's on American Waste. And American Waste is not a political pope, uh, thing at all. It's actually more of a punk type of broadcast. And that's I pretty do, much it. I do want to talk about those more here. Yeah, uh, let's get into it. So, um, American Waste broadcast. Who is your co-host on that? My co-host for that is uh, goes by Instagram, Indefensible Paul Bazile. Uh, he's a short, spunky Italian asshole who I love to death. And he apparently, and also he, smokes cigars while he's on American Waste with you, right? Yep, uh, he smokes cigars. He doesn't drink, doesn't do nothing else. He's practically straight edge, but he does smoke cigars, so he keeps away from the straight edge thing because we hate straight edge people because that's all they talk about is being straight edge. <laughs> right. And and uh, and then so pretty much with me when I met him, uh, he loved me. We became good friends. He's like, okay, so you're this punk skater guy. Final interview, uh, pre-interview, he's like, fucking love you. You're awesome. We need to hang out. And then we became great friends. And then I met him in Washington D.C. He drove four hours from Jersey to hang out with me. It was an amazing night. We smoked cigars. We talked crap. Had a great night. And then um. Uh, and after them, we became really good friends, and now he's my co-host for American Waste, and he's uh, Miley Yiannopoulos' agent, producer, bodyguard, anything that he'll pay him to do. Whereabouts and, uh, in Jersey does he live? Because I, I had no somebody in Jersey listen to my podcast in Clifton. Yeah, I, I don't know I'm, uh, I'm, uh, where he is in Jersey. Um, either he didn't show me that much, or he's never talked about it. All I know is that he invited me to a Misfit show in Philadelphia soon that I might try to go to. Uh, you definitely should. I hear the Misfits put on a good show. All right, what else you got, brother? Well, uh, I saw Metallica's last show in Fresno. Just saying. Nice. Jerk that off to myself. <laughs> so what is counterculture tv you're the founder of that and what is what exactly is counterculture tv is that something that people can look up on youtube and what is yeah. it like a news thing or what is that uh counterculture tv is a bunch of things actually um when i first created it it was pretty much an idea of working with political influencers to have one network and no one else is doing that and i remember uh we were talking about it for months and then we heard drano was debating on doing it so we don't want to look like a copycat let's do it first and so we did we dropped it the next week and um but then over time a lot of the guys wanted to do their own things which is fine they can and so counterculture was started was like hey let's promote all each other on one page we can all grow from it and then what happened really became is especially every platform is different uh, YouTube is more of like the talk shows, like a Blaze type style, and then the Instagram is talking about news the mainstream media won't touch or doesn't touch. Mm. So it has its purpose. So it's pretty much a blend of Blaze TV mixed with '90s MTV, 
and like that and like my show the punk rock patriot is kind of like a satire sitcom but i am talking about what's going on seriously i'll just make a couple jabs here and there uh american ways is just talking about culture what's going on quinn tarantino his movies sonic and all that crap and whatever's culture we'll talk about it uh punk of course and then uh other people put their stuff on there uh, weaponized opinions talks about what's going on in news whether it's roger stone proud boys trials or anything no one else is talking your, about your, your mic is starting to break in and out what's going on there yeah i got you fine okay um so counterculture now uh what it is it is a media company that i'm um, a pros facts un- we tried um, uh, I-, I can't say unbiased everyone's biased but it, it is a constitutionalist page like well, i have guys that are liberal that are contributors on there brad shatford who is hated by conservatives because he's a tulsi supporter and he brags on trump all the time but he has good points on sometimes so i we work with him right and i have guys who are like super conservative like um lawson barber to the point where people think like he's a traditionalist and then myself who is a constitutionalist so it's pretty much getting the spectrum evenly spread out and reporting on news and what's going on from different perspectives i think that's actually a good thing would you consider that kind of like a breitbart-esque uh, I wouldn't say Breitbart. I, um, uh, I would say definitely it's its own thing. Um, uh, as in because with counterculture, we'll make humorous videos and take jabs, and they are offensive at times because, let's be honest, if you make something funny and it goes viral, that's cool. But if you make something offensive, it goes way more viral and it gets way more reminded. And But that's the humor I like. I grew up around um, uh, old school humor with Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, uh, oh, Cat Chappelle Williams. Richard Pryor, and so uh, what's his name? Uh, freaking uh, Bill Burr, like all these amazing guys who just pushed the line. I'm like, that's awesome. Can we talk and, about uh, Dave Chappelle a little bit? Uh, have, yeah, you, sure. have you seen his land, last stand up? Yes, I did, and I thought it was amazing, and I wish it was longer. Dude, no homo. Tell me I'm wrong. This dude hit it on the head and got people pissed off about little shit. Little yeah. shit. Like, they were like, he said something about transsexuals. Like, yeah, but it was fucking funny. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the whole point of comedy. It was hilarious. Like, he didn't dog trannies. He freaking yeah, what, what, had what a positive it? outlook on trannies, technically, if you ask me. Yeah. And one of my favorite comedians, Jimmy Carr, uh, said, if it's twice as funny as it is offensive, you can get away with it. Jimmy Carr is hilarious, aside from his laugh. <laughs> that that laugh. That, oh, my God. Cracks me up. Bill Burr is on another level as well. He has no problem pissing anybody off. Matter of fact, when he was at, I think it was Pittsburgh or something like that, he pissed off the whole stadium and then shit-talked the whole stadium for the rest of his set time. Yep, and I loved it. And they paid for that. So you literally got paid to shit talk. That's my goal. That's my goal in life. Yeah, they don't get their fucking money back. Fuck them. Exactly. Uh, Okay, well, we've covered a lot here. We've covered a lot about your childhood. We've covered a lot about your high school. We've covered a lot about where you're at now. What is the next step with you? Actually, time time out. Let's go ahead and make that episode uh, four. All right. So... Thank you, Jonathan Miranda, for being on the show. I really appreciate you. This the episode four will be going on to what's next with Jonathan Miranda. Talk about more about what do you what you know what are you going to do in the next few mm-hmm. months or the next year or anything else that's going on. Yeah. 
And I really hope people tune in for that next episode. Thank you for being here on this episode where we talk about Jonathan Miranda and what's going on now. Wow. Okay. I honestly, I did not expect to have an episode four. But Thank you for listening to this episode of Redwood. If you like the show, tell your friends about us and go and leave a review on the Facebook page. Facebook page is Redwood Podcast.